0: Me. I like that. When I was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray, uh-huh. the one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. While niggas flirt, I'm tigers on my shirt and alligators. Uh-huh. You wanna see the inside? Uh-huh. I see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Wow, uh-huh. Why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Become uh-huh. my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Robin Balla's friends watching. That hoes clocking. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. Cruise your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man, ah, big man. They never try. So. I was wrong, I got my point across, they depicted me the boss, of course, my orange box cut to make the world go round, plus I'm fucking, bitches ain't my homegirls now, start stacking, dabbled in crap, gun packing, nickname Medina, made the Sinas, stole my Ninas, from gym class to English, pass off a global, the only nigga with a mobile, can't you see like total, getting larger and wasting taste, ain't no telling where this spelling is heading, just in case, keep a shell at the tip of your melon, Clear the space, your brain was a <laughs> terrible well, thing to waste. Counter, with my counter, with my of how to burn the block apart. Break it down into sections, drugs by these selections. Some use pipes, others use injections. Syringe sold separately, fight the deputy. Quick to grab my Smith & Wesson like my dick was missing. To protect my position, my corner, my layer. While we out here, say the hustler's prayer. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man. Take a better stand, put money in my mom's hand. My daughter does college plan So she don't need no man Stay far from timid
1: Peep the fit peep the fit golly this fucking I mean I showed you guys the back on Saturday but golly this survivor dude this shit is so heat I just been staring at the bitch and I've been fucking wearing it all day so Mm. it's it's been awesome bro but what is up everybody how the hell is everybody doing Um, yeah, bro, um, how the hell is everybody doing, man? Welcome back to another edition of Notorious Unscripted. Let's, uh, I guess, not waste any time and hop right into the intro, bro, so we can go over a little bit of these comments that I am so desperately dying to talk about. So... What is going on, everybody? We are back with yet again another edition of the Notorious Heels podcast and another edition of Notorious Unscripted. If this is your first time watching, guys do not know how the show works. Every Monday, we are on here after Monday Night Raw with Notorious Unscripted. Every Friday, we are on here at 4 p.m. Central with the news and for the Big Five for WWE and the Big Five for AEW. We are on here live directly after the show goes off the air with the official show review. Speaking of that, if you guys did miss... This past Friday's edition of the news, that is War Games predictions, WWE trying to stop CM Punk Chance and MJF rumored to be locked down with All Elite Wrestling until 2027. If you guys did miss that edition of the news, also if you guys did miss the Survivor Series War Games a Chicago 2023 uh, review, Both of those shows from the past weekend are available for you guys live on all platforms. That is Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and if you want to see first, join us right here live every Friday at 4 p.m. Central and after every Big Five for AEW and WWE directly after the show. Also, man, if you guys haven't got a chance to get your hands on some of the official Notorious Heels podcast merchandise, you guys can now find this live on the merch shop. That is Bonfire.com. Link is at the top of the description of this very video. You got all eight of these beautiful designs, plus more available on there for you guys. Man, you got the Chicago flag design, the Uncrowned Kings of the IWC, the Biggie inspired design, the Notorious Heels podcast based logo design, the Riddler inspired IWC's best kept secret design, the Notorious uh, the Notorious World Order. Uh, not the notorious scratch logo, the notorious world order design. You have the Chicago flag edition, like you see on your screen. You also that also comes in classic black and white and wolf pack red. You got the Grand Slam design, the Scratch logo, and the only community that matters. All of these, all eight of these shirts, plus more, are available for you guys live on the merch shop. Also, if you guys have not got a chance to pick yourself something festive to wear for the holiday season, look no further than the notorious Christmas design. You guys can also find this on bonfire again all of these beautiful beautiful t-shirt designs that you uh, had just seen on your screen are available for you guys on bonfire.com link is at the top of the description of this very video to get the best and i mean the best merchandise in this entire fucking community also, if this is your first time watching, and you guys do not know who we are here at the Notorious Hills Podcast, I am Johnny Mayhem, one half of the host of this very show. And as for the other half, we got my man Sir K here. How are you, man?
2: I'm great, man. Man, I mean, I would be greater if you know it was still Sunday or Saturday or Friday, but right. it's not, man. Back to reality, sadly. Yeah. Um, which sucks. Coming off the high of this weekend, which is weekend of the year, man. It it sucks to be back to back to normalcy, man. Um I hate to be back, but other other than being back, you know, coming off of the great weekend, man. Had a phenomenal weekend, man, where I'm I'm still thinking about every every bit of it, man. Um a lot of bits of it, man. <laughs> but um I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. Um just Damn, what's next? Fucking not much coming. World's up, just... end. Okay, yeah. I mean I'm excited for the MJF stuff. I guess. You know. That's about it. <laughs> you know, maybe Christian stuff. But these are I'm excited about like three things in AEW right now. But for WWE, I'm excited, man. Especially for that rumble. Um shit's about to go nuts, man, it really is. But um yeah man, I've been doing great. I've been doing great. Just uh just still coming off the high this weekend, man. Phenomenal weekend. Thank you to everybody um that was here this weekend. Logan, um, you, his sister, It was just a phenomenal weekend, man, and still thinking about it, man. I really am. But um, like Durante always asks, how's life? How's the family? Life's good, the family's good, man. How is everybody doing in chat or just in the live chat? Just watching live, man, and in the replay, man. And what about you, bro? How you doing?
1: Dude, I'm doing good, bro. I'm doing good. It's been a very bittersweet last 72 hours. Uh, No, sorry, 48 hours. um, Sunday, and obviously today, Monday. It's been very bittersweet. Um, It's been very bittersweet, bro. It's been... um, it's, it's it's uh i finally got the chance today to kind of sit down while i was watching raw and write about it a little bit um uh but a lot of it was summed up in our a lot of it was summed up in our um survivor series review i actually got a lot of great texts uh from personal friends and uh you guys are part of the Notorious Heels Mafia telling me how much you guys mm-hmm. like the review and uh, like me uh, choking up, I guess, in the beginning of it, bro, talking about how much the weekend meant to me. So truly to everybody. And I, I got quite a few texts about it. Uh, I truly want to thank everybody for believing in us um, because I believe in all of you. Um, so I, I really uh, I really can't uh, be. Thankful enough, um, when I put this shirt on today, I'm sure as Logan put his Wargame shirt on, um, I put this shirt on and it just reminded me so much of good to- uh, the good times. But I did show you guys that picture frame on mm-hmm. um, Saturday, and I got it sitting right here on the desk. And I just want to show you guys because I think it's the coolest thing ever. I finally got the picture of us in there, um, and it is uh, so, so awesome it's so awesome and i got it sitting right on my desk um let's have this conversation bro let's have this conversation was mm-hmm. that the best live show experience ever
2: i think it tops the first dance man i think the inclusion of okay. everybody being there and everything plus you know at CM punk again I think that tops the first dance, man. I really think it does. Maybe maybe the live CM Punk r- return itself at the first dance might have been a little more exhilarating because that was, like, the first time it actually yeah. happened. But, like, overall weekend, you know, Survivor Series, I think I would give it to
1: Saturday. Um, yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she I I I have been informed that she doesn't care. So, shout out to shout out to the homie cat, bro. So, Kate the Great. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to her. Um, but yeah, dude. Um yeah, um so I I I I couldn't wait to show. I couldn't wait to show the um I I I couldn't wait to uh show the show the survivor series picture frame, bro. It's um it's just so I know this is going to make, I know this is going to make you and her laugh, but you remember when Kenny Omega left Japan and fucking Don Callis said the next day it was raining because God was crying.
2: I think that's the snow. The the next day
1: in Chicago, it snowed. And I I, I truly think that was, (laughs) okay. That
2: was. I
1: think God was crying. Uh, okay. because ahead logan ahead. and his sister left the state and and, and i think you? i i think god i think i think that i think the same thing happened in illinois i think the same thing happened in illinois man i think god was crying uh because the mod father manager logan had had left had left the state bro uh as long uh along Along with along with the homie cat, bro. So it was um it was a sad day. It's been a very bitter bitter sweet um 48 hours, bro. But the uh, you just kind of you got to keep remembering the saying. Don't uh, don't frown because it's gone. Smile because it happened. You know what I mean. So that's that's what I keep trying to that's what I keep trying to keep my my uh, my my brain on my mind on. But I I said it on my Instagram today. Um, with the five of us and the just fucking amazing energy that just was made that, cheers. I I swear to God, one of the best weekends of my life. I swear to God. And I've mm-hmm. had a couple crazy, crazy weekends in my life. Um, I swear to God that that was probably the best weekend of my life. Um, We about to run this shit back, and it's going to be fucking nuts. 2025, Paul, you better be fucking bringing us WrestleMania because I'm pumped, dude. I'm pumped, dude.
2: dude. I hope so, man. Twenty twenty five is gonna be a big year for many reasons, man. I dude. just I can't wait, man. Um I can't wait. It sucks in twenty twenty four not going to any shows, especially the Raw. Can't believe I'm saying this, but especially the Raw dude they're gonna have in March. Can't believe I'm saying that. That's fucking insane to say. But um so it's gonna suck to miss certain shows, man. But we get mania dog that shit's gonna be the moves man and i saw logan comment earlier about going to fucking royal rumble in tampa logan i think make bank of america would hunt me down if we went to royal rumble and kill me because (laughs) i would would be spending a fucking arm and a leg that's why i gotta
1: save for mania bro (laughs)
2: exactly uh. i think Bank of america might hunt me down and and finally end me because uh. the amount of money <laughs> would have been spent in the last what two months three months that would be would just it, it would worth it would be worth my execution but um I, it it sucks that it's over man but like you said you you uh you look back and you're just glad it happened man and yeah. I, I can't wait for the next time i really can't
1: Yes. Um, I keep going back and looking at pictures, and I'm sorry we're not talking about the shows, but this is unscripted, mm-hmm. and we're going off the fucking script. But um,
2: exactly.
1: exactly. I keep. Oh <laughs> <yeah>, uh, <laughs> boy, we'll get to that. Um, dude, the amount of times I've just went back and like looked at the pictures and looked at the videos of us doing the fucking Jay Uso thing and fucking I was doing the Sami Zayn Let's Go and. And, uh, marking out for CM Punk and, uh, just showing all my, showing all my buddies, my, um, showing all my buddies the, um, the, uh, phenomenal, phenomenal, uh, CM Punk, uh, footage that I grabbed where you literally cannot see a fucking thing. You periodically see Logan and his sister off to the side. You see Khalil for a little bit, and then you fucking see, and then you hear me patting on the people's chairs in front of me because I was smacking the shit out of their chairs and me screaming, let's fucking go. That was the footage I grabbed, but it's just, it's, it's so, it's just so cool to keep watching it back. And, um, it's, um, you guys are probably tired of fucking hearing me talk about it, bro, but I I just, I can't stress enough how fucking awesome that was. Um, and and uh yeah logan it's um he it's says much. he spent a, a little over two grand so yeah that's that's um that's that's hefty bro that's hefty, hefty um oh, that, that poor kid in front of us almost <laughs> got whacked a couple times bro
2: <laughs> the fucking shit. Mm,
1: he really was bro he really was and in, in the words of christian he was a snot-nosed punk kid.
2: No, nah, exactly. And like Logan said, man, if we don't get Mania 2025 in, in fucking Minnesota, man, we are going to make a trip.
1: To Stanford. To
2: Stanford. And we are going to fucking rush that building. And Paul better make sure he's not in there. Because that's who I'm going for, Paul.
1: It's just so fucking weird, dude, because they always have it announced like around this time of year. Ooh.
2: It's so late for the announcement. I'm like, where the fuck is it, dog? Yeah. The announced media there already. Because, let's say they don't announce that mania there. Do we gonna halt the plan of not going to any shows in 2024 and maybe hitting their Raw?
1: Maybe we hit a Raw.
2: Maybe we didn't and, hit a Raw.
1: Maybe we do hit a Monday Night Raw. Yeah, and, it might be, and, and, it, and it might be up in the north. And I'm not talking Canada. It might be up in Canada. the north though. Hmm. hmm. Wink wink, manager Logan. Wink wink. Um, maybe we will hit a Monday night raw. But um man, it was awesome. It was awesome. I'm still over the moon. I can't believe it happened. It fucking happened. Like I said, dude, I said it in my Instagram post. If you would have told 15-year-old me, or 16-year-old me, whatever it was, whatever age I was when when I met Logan, I I know, you know, Mm -hmm. I was super young. If you would have told me that we, the three of us, who used to get into PlayStation chats many moons ago, if you would have told us then, if you would have told us then that we would be At Allstate Arena. There would be a company called AEW. And they would have been so fucking good. But then had such a drastic fall off. Vince McMahon wouldn't be in charge. And Triple H would be running Survivor Series War Games in Chicago. And we would get to watch the CM Punk return to WWE after 9 damn near 10 years. And we would get to do that with Logan. I would have fucking probably. Oh, no. Smacked the shit out of you. And told you you were a fucking liar. Um,
2: oh. It's
1: and it was a fucking dream come true bro. It was a dream come true. It was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. I. I, yeah. I can't. Logan you're probably going to get so fucking sick and tired of me. Yeah telling you how much this weekend meant to me but you will hear about it as long as i am on this earth so 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 you're gonna i'm telling you right now bro it is 2023 bro it's been six years you will hear about this for the next 60 years um because goddamn that was a fucking movie um but let's talk about let's fucking dip the mood drastically here for a minute. Let's talk about, so we just talked about how awesome our weekend was at Survivor Series. Let's fucking talk about something that wasn't awesome. AEW Dynamite.
2: Thanksgiving episode edition in Chicago where, guess where we were? Thanksgiving Dynamite.
1: Dynamite. (laughs) So, (laughs) Mm. few little I was going to say construction, production digs, I have. Why the fuck? As, also, I apologize if my voice squeaks. Uh, it's still not back fully. It's still It still hurts to talk. And that really sucks because we have a podcast. But I digress. So, why the fuck did AEW not do the classic... A um, little, like, you know, the Leafs and the autumn theme, you know, the, the fall theme, Trons for AEW Dynamite. I mean, way to make it not feel like a fucking Thanksgiving Dynamite.
2: Oh, dude, it didn't feel like that at all.
1: So, oh, dude, Logan, I'm so glad you called me out on that. Um, Well, well, actually, I will come back to those when, when we talk about Monday Night Raw, because there's, there's not... Okay, yeah. Yeah, well, it fits the theme going with WWE. So, we'll talk about that when we... We'll talk about that before we start Monday Night Raw. So, do not watch AEW Dynamite if you haven't already, Logan. Um, dude, this shit... This shit was just classic... Classic 2023 Tony Khan. Put a bunch of matches on and... Think that we're... Feeding the fucking streets out here or whatever he thinks. Um, Bunch of matches. A bunch of matches that... I don't even think people in the fucking arena cared to see. Um...
0: Well,
2: but Twitter did, so... So it's fine with TK. Um... Dude...
1: The main event of this show, and no, 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 no disrespect to either John Moxley or Mark Briscoe, but what the fuck kind of main event is that for Thanksgiving Dynamite? This is the same episode of Dynamite. This is the, what did you say?
2: I wonder what happened two years ago on Thanksgiving Dynamite.
1: To my point, to my point, this is the same show that two years ago, we got one of the best promo fucking battles in AEW history. And we were there in the crowd to see it. CM Punk and MJF. And what the fuck? (laughs) And here we yeah. are two years later, and we virtually just got a bunch of matches mixed with good MJF shit and good Christian shit. The only guys keeping that fire uh, fucking warm. Um, yeah,
2: Exactly. And the only other thing, one of the other things that I remember from that dynamite that I hold near and dear to my heart, not only booing Cody Rhodes, but watching the, that crowd throw, I was watching that clip. Last night too, of um, watching that crowd throw that weight belt right back at that man. Oh, one of the best moments I've got to witness,
1: dude. I I just remember us, just hysterically <laughs> fucking laughing because they they really threw that man's belt back at him. Now, mind you, the Thanksgiving Dynamite we went to was the best one. It was easily yes. the best one. It was uh at AEW's hottest. It was mm-hmm. AEW at their hottest. It was, um, yeah. It was it was AEW at their hottest? And here we are, two years later. We don't even get the nice little Thanksgiving uh, trons. It just looks like a regular old episode of Dynamite. Didn't really feel special at all. Oh, but you know what they did? They didn't forget to put on the trons. Woo energy! That's what they that's what they put on the trons this year. You can't give me some fucking fall trons, some Thanksgiving trons, but you wanna give me Woo Energy on the fucking screen. Okay.
2: Okay. First of all, I didn't even hear ever about Woo Energy until this motherfucker signed this AEW deal. And second of all, I will never, ever drink Woo Energy. I will never. You can stop advertising it for right now, TK. I will never buy it. First of all, I don't want to pass out on the first sip. Second of all, it's probably just trash.
1: Probably. Probably, bro. Um, I've actually been out here drinking mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. stuff that WWE was sponsoring a couple months ago, man. Uh, when you talk about energy Cody. drinks, I've been drinking, uh, I, I, have tried for the first time a couple weeks ago because I was low as fuck on sleep, a, uh, C4 and Cody was right. <laughs> Cody was right, bro. I, I can't even lie, bro. Cody was right when he said it was delicious. It was, he was right.
2: Speaking of Cody, man, and sponsorships and fucking media scrums. Dude, when he ate that Slim Jim, that should kill me, bro. Oh my God. First of all, he couldn't open the thing. He looks like me uh, on my <laughs> lunch break, fucking struggling to open a Slim Jim. Second of all, bro didn't even swallow. <laughs> bro, just can't bro, was, chew.
1: bro was walking off the stage still chewing that little ass bite of Slim Jim he took.
2: Oh, and I know that piece of paper in his head that he jokingly read that shit off of. He spit it out in that piece of paper and tossed it. I know it. I fucking okay.
1: no. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it, bro. I wouldn't doubt it. But, um, but yeah, man. So, moving on to Thanksgiving Dynamite. So, that was my own, that was my complaint about the production. First, right off the bat, dude, I'm sitting there like, where are the Thanksgiving TRONS? This looks like a regular episode of Dynamite. This doesn't look like the fucking, this doesn't look like the, uh, um, this doesn't look like this doesn't look or feel like a Thanksgiving episode of Dynamite at all. So, so first match we get in the Continental Classic is uh, J. I was about to say J. White. I almost pulled a Logan. Um, J. Remember how Logan used to always get um, J. White and J. Mm-hmm. Lethal? He used to always fuck up their names. I almost just pulled a Logan. I think you're. I think your loganisms are rubbing off on me. Um but mm-hmm. anyways, Jay Lethal and Jay What there it is. Jay Lethal and Swerve Strickland were in the mm-hmm. open to AEW Dynamite and the opening match to the Continental Classic in the Gold League. Or the Gold Block in New Japan terms. Um I I much rather like gold block. Um but, I guess it's called the Gold League. Uh, Jay White, oh, oh, bro, what is going on? Swerve Strick. No. Jay White's not even in the fucking match. Swerve Strickland picks up the victory over Jay Lethal in the opener to AEW, uh, in the opener to Thanksgiving Dynamite to score three points as opposed to J. Uh, oh my God, Jay Lethal putting zero points on the board. Um, it was a long time. It was. But
2: it was one funny-ass time, Logan. That's the thing. Because you were asked, who was your favorite guy at the time? And you said, <laughs> Jay <laughs> Lethal. And like the primal trash-ass AWJ Lethal.
1: Oh, uh, that shit was hilarious. <laughs> that shit, that shit was hilarious, bro. But um, in the gold block... Is John Moxley, Swerve Strickland, Roosh, Mark Briscoe, Jay Lethal, and Jay White. You can clearly tell who the people in the tournament are
0: that are going
1: to, yep, that are going to have more of the points, and you can clearly tell, clear as fucking day, who the two guys are that are going to probably have close to no points on the board. Jay Lethal and Mark Briscoe, and maybe even Roosh.
2: Probably not in AEW. No, no Tony Khan, probably, which is a crime.
1: So, Swerve puts some points on the board, and honestly, dude, if I'm giving a prediction who's going to take this whole tournament, I'm either giving it to Swerve or Jay White. One of the two. I
2: I'm one of the two, man. They're going to give it to Swerve to elevate him further after this um this win against Hangman, which would be great. It would actually be AEW continuing to push somebody after an initial push. Or they're going to give it to Jay White to try to patch up the bruises from, um, from Full Gear, man, which we'll talk about it on Friday. But with this MJF news, that makes that match at Full Gear... Even worse. Even worse for Jay White. It fucking makes it ten times worse, man. But it's gonna be one of those two. I have a one and I might just prefer swerve at this point. Just you have a good ball? I would just keep that one rolling, man.
1: Dude, I um I can't I can't say I disagree. I can't say I disagree with that. Why would you stunt? swerve's momentum to try to heat back up jay white when you could just keep the momentum and and, and make it even greater with swerve and figure out something different with with uh with jay white
2: exactly exactly danielson's a maybe Man, danielson and mox logan i think they could be maybes um especially with mox you know his relationship with all those companies. well not really roh but but New Japan and, and Danielson with wanting to wrestle in in New Japan and shit, but I don't know if they're ever gonna let him wrestle in New Japan just because his health. So I, I could would...
1: I could see Danielson making it to the finals of the Blue Block, but I could yeah. either I could I I honestly think it'll be Danielson versus Swerve, and um I, and I and I think um I I mean obviously I could see TK giving it to either Mox or Brian, but the thing is is like those are just the, the those those are just such predictable Tony Khan options, which is why I could see him doing it. But for his best interest, I say keep keep it going with Swerve. Keep it going, because that this 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 is mo- I mean Tony Khan is is literally uh, a master at killing momentum. But I'm telling you right now, if you want somebody. I mean, this is what AEW was. This is what people love AEW for. People that weren't anything in WWE. You bring them over here, and they're fucking huge stars because they are huge stars. Um, And WWE just never capitalized on them. That's what AEW is built off of, if we're being 100% honest with ourselves. But um, that's what people love about it. People love new stars. That was the intrigue to All Elite Wrestling. Mixed with a little bit of veterans, sure. But star uh new stars is where the the bread and butter of all elite wrestling uh w- was bred from bro so so um this is tony Khan we're talking about so you know never say never but it, i'm telling uh, uh from me to tony i swear to god bro it is in your best fucking interest to give this to somebody like Swerve Strickland because he can have a great momentum run right now if you give it to him. So- He really
2: can, man. Mm -hmm. This little title thing where it's gonna be a title or titles, they really have it, you know, AEW, they don't really explain nothing. They haven't really explained it well, but either way, it's gonna be a title that goes between companies. Give the easiest way out. Just have some dude, one of these other companies, cheat about for it. Hey, personally, to me, if it doesn't happen on AEW TV, I don't care about it. So it won't make him look too weak when he, whenever he loses it. So yeah. I think Swerve is your best option.
1: Definitely, bro. Definitely, Swerve. Ha- uh, Swerve just got that feeling of a homegrown AEW guy.
2: You know. He really does. He got that feeling,
1: man. I think you need to capitalize on that, will
2: they? Hopefully. Maybe not. But hopefully.
1: Yeah, I mean, hey. Once upon a time, we said to ourselves, How, on God's green earth, could you fuck up Wardlow? And they fucked mm-hmm. up Wardlow. Um, the,
2: Warlow, Italy, the list can go on and on. Speaking of AEW... Um, in the news on Friday. Did you hear about the QT news? I did. Gosh, it's did crazy. Did you see what he put in there? Ooh. I saw a couple things. I didn't really read it, though.
1: The company what? is headed in a different direction since 2019.
2: What did Cody say, dog? Come on, man. He's taking the
1: baton and ran with it.
2: He's running. He's running into the crowd. Hmm. <laughs> <sighs> What has happened?
1: It was also so heartwarming on the media scrum to hear Cody Rhodes still refer to the elite as his boys. I love how people can actually be authentic in WWE nowadays. It's fucking what a world!
2: It's beautiful, man.
1: Reality has truly shifted. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh fuck yeah. Um. So. Yeah, man. That was. That was the opener to the gold block in the Continental Classic. I think the gold block's happening on Dynamite and the blue block's happening on um, Collision. So, after this, a couple of best friends make their way to the ring. No, I'm not talking about the best friends. I'm talking about better than you baby the best friend the real best friends in aew the entertaining best friends in aew adam cole and mjf mjf comes out there with a cane still working the leg adam cole hobbles out there and uh is sitting on a chair mjf is talking about how the devil has arrived in chicago i think he has and i think he's sitting in the middle of the ring standing right next to you max um
2: all right, and well, I mean, we'll talk about it in a second. But did you see when, when you know, you know who showed up? Did you see uh, Adam Cole move? Yes. It looked like he fucking clicked. It. Come on, dog. Come on. Yes, it looked like oh, he. You know.
1: It looked like he clicked something for sure.
2: You know who the devil isn't for this weekend?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's not CM Punk, guys. <laughs> Newsflash.
2: It is not CM Punk, man, so that that name has been crossed off the board. Maybe, you know, and if he is, then holy fuck, we are in a different universe, but I don't think we're in that different of a universe, so it's not CM Punk.
1: I really wonder how the AEW mm-hmm. elitist felt about, or n- not the AEW elitist, but the people that were, like, fucking... Th- one thousand percent sure that it was CM Punk under the mask. I really want to know how those people feel. Very badly. I
2: could I could talk about it when we talk about Rod a little bit, but dude, I was looking on Twitter today. Oh, those people are in suffer all the AEW elitists. We're talking about watching Rod tonight to see Punk, and they were just, oh, how do you guys sit through this for three hours every every week, man? I'm um, so and it was just like memes that they made of like how oh, this is so bad and a you know shit on AEW but it's better than Raw. At this point, bruh <laughs> Can't believe this coming out of my mouth. Raw's better than dynamite. And if yeah. you disagree to that is fuck yeah. And if you disagree, man, you need to get your reality checked, man.
1: Yeah, I mean or it's yeah, if you—I mean, if you want to go and watch a bunch of fucking mindless, storyless wrestling all, all the time, then go ahead.
2: Yeah, exactly. Go That's ahead. what they like, I guess. And TK gives it to him because he listens to—he just—he's a Twitter mark, so.
1: But I know. prefer to watch. Cool. Seth Rollins taking little digs at CM Punk. I prefer to watch CM Punk take a little digs at Seth Rollins. Let's plant these fucking seeds, bro like Logan's saying, dude, let's plant these fucking seeds. I prefer to watch Drew McIntyre continue to have one of the most intriguing character arcs on WWE television right now. Monday Night Raw is the best weekly wrestling show on tv right now yes tell me when i'm telling lies they are easily the best the best easily and now they have cm punk on the show
2: come on how much 2021 AEW was already great how greater did it become solely from the aspect of cm punk same thing here man it's been great and it's already hell of a lot greater, man. CM Punk is like crack in in your meal. You you could have a fucking bomb ass food, and CM <laughs> Punk is just the crack you put in that shit, and you just become addicted.
1: Definitely, bro. Definitely, man. So MJF comes out there. He uh he says the devil is in Chicago. He says that uh he he talks about meeting some of the ladies here in Chicago. I don't know about meeting the ones that go to them AEW shows, but um I don't know. I don't know, I don't know, man. Um but you know teach his own. Teach his own. MJF talks about how Samoa he owes Samoa Joe a title match. And he's going to give it to him at worlds and injured or not he then looks right down the hard cam and he says and as for the guy that stole my devil mask when i find you i am going to make your life a living hell as he's staring mm. down the barrel of the camera um adam cole's behind him directly in this shot and adam cole's smiling at him giving him this eating grin and, um, he's giving him this shit-eating grin, and he's smiling at him. And you can see his arm move, well, almost like this, kind of, or just a little, little jolt, as if he's clicking something. And then, the lights go out, and we get the devil. Standing, standing there, standing there and laughing. He's laughing, and then the lights go out again, and... No more devil on the screen, and Samoa Joe walks out there. Um, and uh, yeah, man, the devil, the devil has made an appearance with Adam Cole in the ring. Obviously, a little bit more, more, uh, more, uh, uh building on that. But like I said, Adam Cole kind of looks like he clicked something, and um, uh, and and it went on, and and the devil, the uh, the the devil came up, bro. So. It's very interesting, and the only right answer here is Adam Cole. No fucking not even a debate. I don't i I do not care for it to be anybody else other than Adam Cole solely off MJF selling that
2: exactly, man. It has to be Adam Cole. If it's not, it's trash. And um yeah, it's better to be Adam Cole man. And I hope the news about MJF doesn't hinder this in any way.
1: Me neither, bro. Me neither. I really hope it does not. But Samoa Joe comes out there, and he addressed Max, addressing that he owes him a championship match. He asked Matt. He uh, he uh, Max tells him he's gonna get. Uh, Max tells him he's gonna give it to him tonight. Samoa Joe says, "I don't feel like beating a champion that's less than a hundred percent. So I want you on my time when you're a hundred percent. I want you at." Uh, world's end
2: look at that
1: Mjf says no um Samoa Joe Samoa Joe uh backs him into the rope as he's choking him um and Adam Cole. Uh, tells Joe to back off. He then tells MJF that he's been in a lot. He's been on the opposite end of a lot of coquina clutches and some of his toughest battles have been with Samoa Joe. He says Samoa Joe's a killer and he just needs to do the right thing and give him the match like he promised. Adam Cole's very pushy about Mm -hmm. Samoa Joe and about MJF defending against Samoa Joe at World's End. I don't know, man. I could see... I could see the, um, I could see the reveal being at World's End. Um, and, 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 I mean, shit, with MJF going away, maybe he's, if he's gotta go away, because a torn labrum takes three to six months.
2: Fuck, dude, that sucks, man. That really sucks.
1: Yeah, it takes three to six months, um, and, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Does does MJF drop the title? Does he have to drop the title, dude? I mean, he. he, We can't do an interim champion again. We can't. Oh, God.
2: Please, oh, God, no. You have to take it off him if he is out. If he is going to be out and put it on Joe, dude. Put it on Joe. I have Adam Cole. Fuck over. MJF. You went to Samoa Joe and built, built something around that, man, and built something for, um, and you have to return to, man.
1: Definitely, dude, definitely. The funniest part, not that I care, because I haven't cared about him the whole time he's been back. The funniest part is where the fuck does Wardlow's story go? Now that MJ has hurt. Yeah, that's exactly where it goes. In the dumps.
2: It goes right to the office of Paul. Triple H, Levesque. That's where the fuck that shit goes.
1: That is good. That is good. If it doesn't require surgery, and I could see MJF wanting to wrestle through the whole thing, but um, goddamn, these guys got to take care of their body, man. You know what I mean? They always like to point the finger at us and say that we don't care about them, but a lot of times they they don't care about themselves, and then they fucking and then they throw it in our face like we don't care or don't appreciate them. Like, dude, yeah, you gotta nurse that, bro. I mean, if he does plan on staying through it, TK can't have him on T. Uh, well, he can have him on TV, but TK cannot have him wrestling much at all.
2: No, exactly. I'm I'm tired of these wrestlers wrestling while crazily hurt dude i'm sick of it ever since cody fucking wrestled with a fucking completely torn off shoulder um <laughs> and pec, and motherfucker um ever since they let him do that shit it's been a fucking trend everywhere and i'm sick of it dude people these wrestlers especially because weird because it's such a generation of wrestlers that actually care about that type of shit yeah That, like, the 80s, you know, you watched Dark Side of the Ring, man. Those motherfuckers were like crazy just doing a whole lot of shit. (laughs) But, um, I thought we were past that, man. I really thought we were past that. So I really hope that these wrestlers start taking care of themselves again.
1: Definitely. So... Uh, Adam Cole tells MJF he needs a he needs to defend the title against Samoa Joe, like he said, and he needs to be the champion that Adam Cole knows that he can be, and the champion that he's worked so hard to become. MJF says, okay. And uh he gives um and, and he gives Samoa Joe the title match, bro. He gives Samoa Joe the title match, and um I really like how Adam Cole is very I, I like how He's very adamant about him defending against Samoa Joe and he's very He's very adamant that he defends it against Joe um and and I just I really like how he is um saying he's doing it because it kills him not being able to defend MJF but it really could be a different reason, man. It really could be a different reason, and it could be because Adam Cole knows himself that Samoa Joe is a killer, and I mm-hmm. love how AEW has portrayed Samoa Joe for the pa ever since he um ever since he lost to MJF the first time, really.
2: Yeah. They've actually been portraying really good. Yeah. Um like like a like a badass. Like Like, if he, if he got his eyes set on you, you're, you're fucked, dude, and I like the sound of that, man, and I hope it comes true, man, I really hope, I hope Adam Cole is basically sicking, um, Samoa Joe, who he knows is just gonna kill, fuck on MJF, I hope, I hope that's what happens, man, I hope, And I hope Adam Cole basically sets this man up. I, I hope it goes through, man. I hope I hope Joe's successful. Not because you know I want the reign of that of MJF to end. I actually I wouldn't mind it continuing further. Um, Twitter might kill me for that one. but I really wouldn't. Um, people want his reign at, to he, end. Yes, people. The <laughs> um, AEW elitists. Yeah. Obviously, they don't blame TK for bad booking. Um, for f- what happened with JYF full gear, they blame him. They blame him JF, and they want his title ring to, fi- to finally end. "Quote unquote." But you know that those stupid fuckers. But um, yeah, um, I would love to see, see it continue further, But if he is injured, you gotta cut it, man. I I I don't care if they's injured. You gotta cut it. It's a perfect time to put it on Joe, man.
1: Good fucking god. I can't believe you just told me that this oh, is why dude. i stay off twitter this is why oh, i can, i cannot handle idiotic human beings um <laughs> uh, golly
2: um
1: most of the time i i hop on twitter is to uh see what our our lovely manager is doing, and see all the, uh, pea-brained motherfuckers he sat down for the day, uh, that, that's gave me great joy, um, for the past however many years I've been following Logan on Twitter, it's absolutely hilarious and cracks me up, but seeing that shit myself, sometimes I just look at things, and I just, I'd just be looking at it like, what? (laughs) Um, but, yeah, uh, and there's, Oh, that's the funny part. There's not even anything that's been bad about MJF's reign. If anything, it's gotten even better since the whole uh, Adam Cole stuff. Now don't be wrong. the The build with Jay White fucking sucked, but I'm putting the blame I'm putting the blame on fucking Tony Khan allowing Jay White to be portrayed like a pussy. That's me. Exactly. I mean, that's how I oh, feel. <laughs>
2: AEW Twitter has been on a meltdown today, man. Especially after that fucking QT stuff. They're a bit... So, basically, with the AEW elitists, man, they hate anybody who's friends with somebody in WWE. So they have a whole list of people. Yes, he is one of the people (laughs) they hate. Um, (laughs) They hate ricky starks they hate dan house which i hate dan house too but that's oh, just yeah. i don't care for him yeah, um yeah. they hate ftr oh, i gotta find that list it's a picture that this AEW mark made and Q- they, qt marshall was on it and he got crossed out and they said um you know they, they basically oh here's the list here's the list here's are all the people in this list man you got okay. ftr right okay. yeah ricky starks you got dan house and you got qt who's the first one x'd out on the list Um, you got Buddy Murphy, um, or Buddy Matthews, whatever you want to call him, um, Malachi Black, and Andrade. (laughs) All because they are friends or have married somebody in the, in WWE They want them gone from this company. Instead of wanting the actual trash, and actual fucking, not, fillers in your roster gone. like, I don't know, best friends... I don't know, um, what's his fucking name, Penelope Ford and... Kip. Kip Sabian, that fucking... Instead of people like that, they want actually phenomenally great performers out of the company, simply because they are friends with people in WWE. It really... I.E.C. Cody Rhodes.
1: Yeah, yeah, seriously. It really just makes me think, dude, like, especially for, like, Alistair, uh, Malachi Black... The stuff he could have been doing under the control of Triple H, Malachi and Ke- Malachi Keith Lee and Andrade are at like the very top of my list of people mm-hmm. that I just feel so bad for. You know, these guys, at least to our knowledge, haven't signed any extensions, and they're literally in their first deal. Just fucking,
2: just uh, like shit. Yeah, they were worse than they were under Vince. How do you do that? How do you, book? how does Vince book fucking Keith Lee better than you? You should feel ashamed of yourself.
1: What? Somebody said they wanted Young Bucks, the Young Bucks and Chris Jericho was some of the filth that AEW needed to get rid of. Okay. (sighs) Okay. The greatest tag. Good. Let's get rid of the greatest tag team on the planet. And no, it's not FTR. And and and, and 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 motherfuckers are gonna hate me for saying this. There has been nothing that FTR has done that tops what the revival did.
2: No, that is true. That is very true.
1: That is a fact. That is a fact. They've done nothing. They've done nothing on AEW television that is topped what the the entirety of the run in uh, in uh, in NXT as the revival in NXT as the revival. I want to make that very clear because their work on the main roster sucked, but there's been nothing, nothing. Exactly,
2: man. FTR. They, they were awesome when they first came in, man. They had all the potential. They came in on that cool-ass fucking pickup, man. FTR. that and, and that's the worst part. I, I like the identity of FTR, you know, Cash, Wheeler, and Dax. Better than I like their revival identity. I've come around to... It was weird as fuck at first. But I come around to dig that more. But the way they've been booked? Like, trash. They don't feel like how they used to feel, man. And that's that's crime. Mm.
1: I gotta disagree on that one. I gotta mm, disagree I on that one. It. Yeah, I I, I just love those fucking two southern hicks that were just fucking just snot nosed motherfuckers, man. Like,
2: Not really like that aspect, but like the names. I Merely mean, just the names, really.
1: Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. 100%. I thought you were talking about, like, their characters. I was gonna say, no, FTR's characters no. piss me off. They come out and talk about the same fucking shit. Oh, every dude. fucking show.
2: Oh, dude, I hate babyface FTR, dog. Yeah, fucking daughter, my wife, fuck it. business, Bret Hart, yeah.
1: fucking watching this business forever. His business gives oh. me everything. Yeah. I get it. You don't have to fucking tell me every promo. I get it. Um And this one might be very controversial. FTR has not had a match mm-hmm. that has eclipsed the 2 out of 3 falls from Takeover Toronto. Nope. They've had they and, and 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 that and that's saying a lot about that match because they've had some fucking bangers in AEW. They've had they Bucks. They've had fucking the Briscoes. I love the Briscoe Trilogy. None of it has eclipsed the two out of three falls match. None of it.
2: Oh, The whole uh, uh, Bucks Trilogy is, is in a... Did they have their third match? No. Um,
1: yeah yeah the trilogy was at all in
2: yeah
1: yeah remember that one on dynamite they had when ftr was hot as hell
2: that was that That was
1: number two
2: i'm gonna say the series of matches the suit the at least match wise the trilogy they had with um with briscoe's i think was better than their trilogy with bucks Not not because
1: yeah i would say
2: i don't know i Maybe it's just because, you know, I overhyped it too much of, you know, FTR and Bucks, but it didn't hit the hype that that feud and that matchup had, man. They just, it didn't hit that level of hype that they had, which could, it might be a bad thing on my part for as a fan, but it's just what I feel.
1: Yeah. Now, yeah, I would, I I would say, I would say, yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree with that. the I think the Briscoe trilogy was was better than, than the Bucks trilogy. I think so. Um, but there's been nothing, there's been nothing that has eclipsed the revival versus DIY. Um, my one of my childhood one of my childhood best friends watched that match with me and had no fucking clue who either of those teams were, and was going ape shit with me. While we were watching that match, going fucking nuts in his bedroom when we were watching that match in 2016. Going absolutely nuts. And he had no idea. Never even heard of the revival. Never heard of DIY. Never heard of any of the four guys. None of it. Going nuts. That's the greatest tag team match of all time. Respect. Real shit. And then don't give me. We'll be here for. I'm I'm not even going to do it because we'll be here for another thirty minutes talking about the first three names I brought up: Malachi Black, Andrade, and Keith Lee. Holy fuck! What those guys would be doing if they were being booked by Triple H, especially Keith fucking Lee.
2: Lee man, Keith Lee. Remember Survivor Series? What was that? Three years ago. Three or four? Yes, 2019.
1: 2019. Okay,
2: 2019. Remember that Survivor Series, man, when Keith Lee was like the hottest thing coming out of that Survivor <sighs> Series? What happened, man? Dude went toe happening? to
1: toe with Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins in that match. Toe to toe with them. Toe to toe. It was
2: the most, <laughs> was the most hyped one out of it, too. Of casual, live WWE 2019 viewers. They were going crazy for Keith Lee. Come on, dog.
1: And Roman Reigns said after that match that he wanted a singles program with Keith Lee. Could you imagine you it. the Tribal Chief versus There's Keith Lee? Oh. Bro. Come the fuck <laughs> oh, on. That's another... Oh, yeah. Oh, the Dark Father versus the Tribal Chief. Fucking Andrade Cien versus the Tribal Chief. Oh, oh fucking. Man. Dude. Oh. oh. Man, I see Andrade
2: facing off against the Tribal Chief, man. Oh. That'll uh, fucking feed a he dude. Come on.
1: It will, bro. Should look like a Thanksgiving feast out there. Um, it
2: really
0: will.
1: Uh, it's horrible. Absolutely horrible. So, anyways, off our AEW rant, we get (laughs) it. Yeah, it's a weekly occurrence at this point. So just expect it from now on. Um, especially when you get Thanksgiving dynamites, Thanksgiving dynamites like this. You better fucking expect it, because the only fucking way we know how to be is honest. If anything, so orange cassidy logan's i'm sure logan loved this segment or i'm sure he will love this segment this was tony khan's this was this was the ace up his fucking sleeve for uh for survivor series bro or for um thanksgiving dynamite this was the ace up his sleeve to counter whatever returns we got in the weekend to come we get jake hager daddy magic and cool hand ange now, mind you, didn't these guys all walk out separately on Chris Jericho? And they're just yes. all friends still with no explanation as to why?
2: Yeah, I, I, I I, don't understand what's going on. And dude, from this little story that this man has with Ruby, if they break up 2.0, uh, I might find TK's house. I might, I might find TK where TK lives.
1: Yeah, it's not, I mean, I mean, it's not like he's uh, done anything to show you that he cared about them the whole fucking time they were in a faction with Chris Jericho. Anyways. The fuck? Um, so, but, you know, just break them up with Chris because we want Chris to go on a babyface run, even though the JAS would have been wildly entertaining as babyfaces because they're all entertaining acts. Okay. Okay whatever um whatever and their opponents are even better this uh this this unnamed faction that tony khan seems to fucking put in six man tags every week hook katsuyori shibata and orange cassidy what
2: the fuck Dude, what is this this fucking dork's obsession? Not only with Shibata. I mean, like you know, Shibata's, you know, great, you know, crazy story. Whatever. You know, solid story, crazy story. He ain't that good, bruh. This man treats this man like he should be treating half half of those names that these elitists want out is how he should be treating them instead of Shibata. But another thing that this dork likes to do is his obsession with Hook being in random fucking matchups in tag teams.
1: Yeah. Dude loves it. He loves Dude
2: it. Dude eats it up. I can't wait for Hook to go to WWE. That shit oh, I'm been soaked.
1: I'm stoked.
2: <sighs> and Put him in nothing. NXT. He...
1: Put him in NXT for a little bit, and fucking mm. within a year, he'll be ready.
2: Shit, I don't know if I'd stick him down there, bro. Not even well, because I mean, he could use the work, yeah, but I don't know if you want to stick him in Sean Michaels' <laughs> hand.
1: <laughs> I, I totally get what you're saying, I totally get what you're saying. But AEW's done nothing to bring him to the next level on an in ring standpoint. That
2: is true. That is true. That's true, he's very cookie
1: cutter. He does all yeah. his hook suplexes, he does red rum, and that's it. That's why I say that. Not because I, I don't want to say anybody by Shawn Michaels, but he need, he needs a little bit of the, per, the performance center, in my opinion. And NXT no, w- would seem like a good environment. He could go down there. I mean, it's not a good environment, but it would be good enough to get his feet wet to the WWE system and to get him to the next level uh, from an in-ring standpoint because AEW is not developing him. I'm sorry.
2: Oh, not at all. They really aren't. Because he, he's a phenomenal potential talent. Mm-hmm. But, like like Wednesday, I was watching that match, and he just kept repeating the same move over and over and over again. I'm like, dude. And what what did Papa Mark on that media scrum say about Jade? No one taught her shit in AEW. He didn't say that, but he said he, that.
1: Yes, he said, Uh oh, what? Was, I can't remember the, the wording he used, but she was He'd uh say,
2: limited. She... Uh, some
1: Was it limited?
2: Uh, that's what it was, Logan. um A, he didn't say AEW, but he said uh, her. Some about her like past environment. weren't uh, failed to bring her to the next level. They did. Same with Hook.
1: Same with yes. Hook, Bird. Yes, absolutely. And this is why. And I'm not even gonna call him Triple H. I think he's earned his 2018 nickname back.
2: Papa mark, baby. i
1: think he's gonna be pa- i think he's papa mark again but fucking papa mark he knows and this is why fucking this is why wwe are the kings of making stars this is exactly why because i love hook i think he's a tr- i think he's a tremendous talent i think he yeah fuck i bit my tongue. i think he i, I think he is the world of potential a- and what is aew had him doing for the past two years we titled the See. debut episode of this very fucking unscripted, Hook or Crook. And AEW has turned him into Crook. Mm-hmm. He does the same moves. They are failing to bring him to the next level. They're failing.
2: Right yeah. are. Exactly. They fucking are, man. Fuck what they gonna say.
1: And, and, and I'll tell you what. Uh, yeah, I've seen that too. Well, well, how could Triple H say that? She trained with Brian Danielson, Jade Cargill, dude. I remember she mentioned on one of the Revolution ones that uh, they train before every show. How long is that? A one-hour session?
2: What? Fucking rolling around in a practice ring in your in your garage and you're teaching shit, bro. You, it's like driving. You got to do it over and over and over and over again to improve man and you got to be putting that challenge after challenge to to improve in what you're doing
1: and i love that triple h called that out i love that papa mark called that out because it's the fucking truth
2: exactly and although even though i will say papa mark especially i'm very happy with what he does I love people saying people's real names so much. He is going to stay as Paul, man. For most of the time I'm calling him. I That's love true. I, I do like people. calling him Paul. Paul, Phil, all Paul these Lamar. guys. I fucking love it. Especially punks, man. Phil, fucking Chicago Phil, Lockport Phil, fucking Pepsi Phil, Pepsi, Phil mm-hmm. one Bill Phil. Medical Bill um, Phil. <laughs> I fucking love it, dog. I love that shit.
1: I've changed, Phil. Um, <laughs> 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 um, Yeah, so Papa Mark was right. Papa Mark, and I'm glad he called that shit out because it needed yeah. to be said. He is failing yeah. to bring these people to the next level. He's fucking failing yeah. at it.
2: Like you said, it's not a dig at Brian, it's a dig at, at the whole, you, you can have one good teacher, man. But when you gotta learn multiple skill sets, you need multiple teachers, multiple times. Brian's great, he's probably, he was a phenomenal trainer. But he could only do so much, he, he could only focus and teach someone so much that you know. You need a whole team of people telling every, every one of them what they know to this person to really get them to the next level. That's the whole point of the PC.
1: Mhm. Absolutely. Absolutely, bro. Um I think NXT would be a great environment for Hook. I think it would I think it would actually start teaching him how to really develop and get to that next level from an in-ring standpoint. I think it would. Um and 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 he's another guy I can't wait to go to go to WWE, but anyways. Before the match starts, this man Orange Cassidy goes off to the side. Of the of the ring grabs the microphone and he says i have a surprise and it's fucking Danhausen. that's the ace that fucking tony khan has up his sleeve for thanksgiving dynamite and, and get this this man came out in full wrestling gear the fucking his entrance jacket his tights and he fucking stood ringside the whole match Oh, my God. Why did you sign this guy?
2: I don't know, man. I don't know. At this point, might as well give him back to Phil, man, because ain't no point in keeping him.
1: Dude, the baby faces win after Orange Cassidy brings out Dan Housen. Um, Hook. Hook's in the red Rum. And, oh, yeah. yes, I'm I, I'm not kidding. Uh, Hook was out there, did a couple cursing spots where he cursed people, and that was it. We get a backstage where Adam Cole yells at Roger Strong, and he tells him, Don't you get it? We're not best friends anymore.
2: was mm-hmm. a very devilish thing to do from... I was going say Adam Copeland from Adam Cole.
1: Yeah, very devilish antics there by Mr. Cole. But the next thing on the show was Christian. Christian Cage out here rechristening Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne in his image. He tells Luchasaurus to get on his knees. He's yelling at him, get on your knees. Luchasaurus gets on his knees. And he tells him he tells him that he did not lose on Sunday. Nick Wayne did not lose on Sunday. It was you that lost on Sunday. And he says, He says, from now on, you are no longer Luchasaurus. That's not who I see you as. I'm gonna call you something from my past. You are going to be renamed Kill Switch. Kind
2: of dig it. I kind of dig it. I like it. Um, I don't mind it. I like it. I think it's a good one.
1: Obviously, um, I would have liked it as, as a nickname, uh, the Same. Kill Switch Luchasaurus. But um, Christian Cage also kind of hinted at making him take the mask off.
2: He did. He did, which I'm excited for. Man, it's going to be an evolution of his character, and I think it's been built for a long time.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Nick Wayne then comes out there and, uh, or not Nick Wayne. um, Dude, that's what yeah, I said, I bro. Name,
2: bro. I was like, that dude, was
1: oh, man, I, I, dude, I was really hoping he would have, he would have told him he was Nick Cage. Um yeah,
2: shit, little pop, he's so hard.
1: Dude, oh, that would have been hilarious. Christian and Nick Cage, father and son. Shit would have been hilarious. Beautiful. He tells Nick Wayne that he is his golden boy. Um. And as soon as he gets Nick Wayne's attention, unlike Luchasaurus, who did not want to get on his knees, Nick Wayne immediately gets on his knees. And Christian says, "What? what are you doing? Get up. Get up. He says, do not ever get on your knees for another man. Fucking killed me. This man, Nick Mm -hmm. Wayne, was trying so fucking hard not to laugh when Christian was telling him this stuff. Um, Oh, dude.
2: I I love when fucking wrestlers do that shit. Like, whenever Jey Uso, will be fucking laughing his ass off. and He's just, like, rubbing his face. It's hilarious. Exactly. I always love that shit, man. It makes me, because it makes me laugh, and it makes the moment even better.
1: It does. So, so, um, he tells Nick Wayne that he's his golden boy. He's everything that he's seen in, in a son that he wanted. And he will be renamed the prodigy, Nick Wayne. Nick Wayne's mom then comes out there. Christian Cage starts telling her how um, she should have got, if she would have got with him, her life would have turned out a lot differently. Jesus, bro. Um he says that um he was a better father figure than Buddy Wayne ever was, and he makes Nick um and, and he's in this and he and he's in her face and he's making his mom cry. Luchasaurus then gets in the middle of them. Christian slaps Luchasaurus and Luchasaurus starts huffing and puffing. He's getting pissed. Christian then gets pissed uh and pushes Luchasaurus into he pushes Luchasaurus into um, into uh, Nick Wayne's mom. And he makes Nick Wayne go get the chairs to do a concerto. And they were dead ass about to fucking concerto Nick Wayne's mom. And Christian Cage has been watching a little bit of Tribal Chief because he hands the chair to Luchasaurus and he's going to make him do it. And right before Luchasaurus goes to concerto, uh, Nick Wayne's mom, the Radar Adam, comes out here, um, and he and he, he he comes out here to save the day, and um, Luchasaurus saves him uh, from Edge or from Radar Adam, and then he gives Nick Wayne a concerto right in front of his mom. So that was this segment. It was pretty good, and more. Just more building into... And then on Collision, he did give a concerto to Luchasaurus. So I wonder if Christian's going to be all on his own from now on.
2: He might be. He might, especially... Did you see the other news about AEW for that trademark they, they um followed for? No. It's interesting, um, especially with this obvious um, Luchasaurus turn that they're building up. Um, it might, There might be a Nick Wayne turn or... Which stars might be replaced with someone else in Christian's loving family? Mm. They trademarked a, the tag team name of East West Express, which was the tag team of Nick Wayne and I guess is is this guy from the independents, Jordan Oliver. So looks like Nick Wayne will get his you know old GCW tag partner. I think that's where they were, mm. and um they. Uh, I, they might keep him out like them to keep him under um, Kirsten for now. So that would be interesting, man. I'm actually kind of digging that. It, it it'll keep me busy because, you know, obviously AEW's roster is flooded and um, Twenty Khan does not know where to direct, to direct the water. So putting one of those guys in a tag team that you de- desperately need could be a good good way out.
1: Definitely, bro. Definitely. And the uh, with the next match... It was Roosh versus Jay White. Uh, Jay White cheated to pick up the victory. He gave Roosh a low blow into a Blade Runner. And that allowed Jay White to put up three points on the gold block um, as opposed to Roosh and his zero um, for the night. So, so yeah, man. Um, so, that was that. That was that, man. And, um, yeah, we got a backstage video of... We got a backstage video of uh starks and bill attacking jericho then we went into tony storm's uh celebration her standing her uh or um her standing applause uh for her uh, aew women's world championship um award ceremony she went up on top of the stage and uh received the title from mariah may and went up there and gave a speech um And she's doing her thing, man. She's doing her thing. And and I'm digging it. I'm digging it, man. And then uh, right after this, um, we went right into the three-way with Sky Blue, um, Tony, not Tony Storm, Sky Blue, Anna Jay, and Ruby Soho, um, which was pretty pretty decent. Um, Which was uh, pretty decent. Sky Blue picked up the victory in her hometown after... Cool Hand Ange was uh flustered with Ruby Soho. I guess trying to help her and them finding love. I d I don't know why I, I don't know why this is happening.
2: Well, there there's a couple things that creatively happens in wrestling that I always hate. When people do stuff for money, creatively. In real life couples or real life possible couples, because why else would they be doing this fucking little storyline yeah. on television together? I right. hate that shit. I hate it so much.
1: Like if people just fit organically together like Cross and Scarlet, that's one thing. But when you're exactly. obviously going out of your way to shove it in my face that they're a relation that they're in a relationship like what the fuck? <laughs> Like,
2: the and Becky stuff. Like, individually, they're two great stars. But individually, they're completely separate entities in wrestling. Please keep them separate. They can... You know, I obviously acknowledge each other and, you know, reference each other. I don't mind. But when they are, like, with them together, I fucking hate it, dude. I fucking hate that type of shit.
1: Yeah. For sure. For sure. Um... So after this, Wardlow is in the back curling a production scaffolding. A fucking
2: 2019 Braun Strowman.
1: Okay. Um A.R. Fox comes up on him and tells him he has to stop living with so much hate in his heart and he has to. Um forgive I guess and Wardlow headbutt him the fuck first of all my first question is well what, what why am I supposed to care and my second question is why in the blue hell is um is AR Fox still uh, why in the hell is AR Fox not with the mogul embassy that's my other fucking Ooh. question
2: Tony Khan, Mr. Backstage Politic over there, dude. Imagine this run. It's worth having. Dude, it'd be even ten times even greater if they still had Fox, bro.
1: With shysty switch. With AR shysty, bro. Dude, that
2: shit would be so perfect, man. It's already phenomenal. But Fox just was just another beautiful piece of that, man. I will never forgive Tony Khan for, for taking that away for no real reason other than probably personal beef.
1: Dude, that man, A.R. Fox. That man, A.R. Fox, wrestling in a fucking shisty will never get old. Never. Oh man.
2: Or when he was wearing that bloody-ass tank top for like three weeks. Oh, my God. Weeks. Dude. He'll probably do bro.
1: <laughs> dude, that was such an awesome run. That was such that an was, awesome dude. run. Dude, I fucking love that shit. And in the main event... We got John Moxley versus Mark Briscoe. Wonder who won this match? John Moxley won and put three points on the board, and uh, Mark Briscoe, Mark Briscoe lost. So John Moxley is now three points on the board for the Gold League, to Mark Briscoes zero. So, to round off the Continental Classic, uh, John Moxley, Swerve Strickland, and Jay White have three points, and Mark Briscoe, um, Jay Lethal. And Roos have zero points on the board so far. So yeah, man, that was that. That was your episode of AEW Dynamite that absolutely fucking stunk up the joint.
2: It really did, man. There's a whole lot of stink besides, like, two things, man. And it'll probably continue this week, man, so... Look at that.
1: Probably. Probably, man. So... Also, Eddie Kingston lost to Brody King on Collision as a part of the blue block. Didn't Eddie Kingston say he would be defending his titles in every match that he was in? So doesn't that technically mean that Brody King is the ROH and New Japan strong champion, or did they just abandon that?
2: I don't remember if they did it on Dynamite, but I saw they did it on Collision. For every one of these matches now, they got the podium of the two titles that... Um, mm-hmm. He had, and then the cover title, so I guess it's kind of less for every match, even though he said it's for every match, and just kind of the whole tournament, I guess, because technically, with the rules of the tournament, I guess, it, you know, the title doesn't count because it's point-based, you know, I guess, so I think it's literally just whoever wins it are going to get all his all his titles, which won't be him.
1: I guess, bro. Okay, um, yeah, not really, not really worth talking about SmackDown. It was an okay show. Um, it was an okay show. It was obviously a way better experience being there. Um, it was a way better experience being there as a uh, you know, I, I, if I was watching that show on television, it probably would have been a little bit. Excuse me, it probably would have been a little bit of a, a little bit of a mid show, to be honest. But you know, it's um, <clears throat> it was it was okay for what it was. It was okay for what it was. Um, so, yeah, man. Uh, with that, that brings us to tonight's Monday Night Raw: the Survivor Series Fallout. Randy Orton opens the show. He's out there saying thank you to the fans, just repeatedly saying thank you to the fans. He's out there shaking hands, signing, uh, signing wrestling figures. Um, being Orton, being good guy, Randy Orton, he then hits his pose on the top rope. He kind of sat there for a minute and said something to himself. Um, so, uh, it was just so awesome to see Randy on television. Um, he talked about how he got receipts. He's got receipts for the bloodline. Um, so,
2: Fucking okay, hell, Logan! I sort of God. Oh my! Just fucking joking around that whole episode,
1: bro. Yes, uh, so so solely for our group's antics throughout the night that just easily made SmackDown awesome, but the show itself was 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 pretty eh. Show itself was pretty, eh. but um, but it it was still enjoyable being there. My another minor complaint is Jay Uso wasn't on the dark match because I kind of wanted to hit this thing twice. This shit was fucking lit as fuck. It's a Survivor Series, so I would have liked to have hit it twice. But we did get to do the low twice and the Seth Rollins music twice. But I was anticipating that Jay Uso shit literally since we bought the tickets i like, dude, this is about to be so fucking lit, bro. And it was. It was. That's one of my favorite videos to go back and rewatch. You just hear me oh, yeah, screaming, dude. bloody murder. It's just me, Oose. Um, so, it's, uh, so awesome. So Orton's out there. Orton's out there, and he said, um, he said, uh, He said he's got receipts for the bloodline. He said every member of the bloodline will have held to pay for this, and that will come in the form of the three most dangerous letters in all of sports entertainment, RKO. Rhea Ripley Mm -hmm. came out, told him that he has made enemies out of the Judgment Day um, for messing up Damian Priest's cash in. She poked a little bit of fun at Randy Orton. She said, I really didn't think you were the kind of guy to do favors. I also didn't think you were the kind of guy to to team with somebody who tried to take you out of action a year Mm. and a half ago. She says, but it must just be, uh, she said, you must just be a little upset because your grand return was upstaged.
2: Damn. 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 Yeah. And it was, especially by WWE, man. They, they, after Punk debut, they ain't posting nothing about Orton that whole night, Horace and that night.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's Punk <laughs> after nine years, though. So, I mean, it's not really no, nothing I to be ashamed of.
2: No, not at all. But it is what happened.
1: It's it's the truth. It's the truth for <laughs> sure. <laughs> um. So orton kind orton laughed at that orton even laughed he kind of chuckled at that he was just like damn but um fucking actually orton seemed pretty happy to see uh mr chicago phil he was waving at him sitting on the chair watching greatness happen before his very eyes so so uh randy orton um uh, Rhea Ripley then tells him that he's made enemies out of the Judgment Day, and then JD and Dominic go out there. JD's in a neck brace from taking that uh, RKO off the top of the cage, and um, Orton then says, uh, um, or Orton kind of looks at her funny, and then he starts getting attacked by these guys, and then he gives JD an RKO, and he gives Dominic. He gives Dominic a, uh, he goes to give him the vintage Orton DDT and Rhea pulls him away. And then he says he's going to talk to Adam Pierce and get Dominic one-on-one tonight.
2: Hey, oh, yeah, man, uh, I actually love babyface Randy Orton, man. He's in one of those guys. That, the same boat with you know MJF and shit where they're such great heels. That one, their babyface, man. It just, it hits even, even more different, man. It's, um, it's just great, man. I love babyface Orton.
1: Hundred percent, hundred percent. I, I love it. Sometimes, some of his oh, babyfaces run have been, have, some of his babyface runs have been awesome. Some of them have been the drizzling shits, but, um, you know.
2: Yeah, I mean,
1: it depends on how much fun he's. Yes, Randy Orton.
2: Is just like brock lester if he's having fun oh it's phenomenal it's great it's beautiful if not oh man ready <laughs> to Fuck. go Forget to it. sleep 100
1: uh-huh. percent. <laughs> maxine dupree's in a backstage segment introduces multi-time record platinum recording artists award-winning jelly roll
2: who the
1: fuck is the that? the fuck it? is that? <laughs> the fuck? Um, uh, R-Truth then comes up and he says, Hey, y'all, where are them Jelly Rolls at? I heard they award-winning. And they platinum.
2: Well, our truth man, I missed them.
1: Me too, bro. Jelly Roll is then trying to tell R-Truth that he's Jelly Roll, but our truth cuts him off. He says, "Hey, I gotta go to catering before them jelly rolls sell out," and he walks That's away. Him. Then we get a segment backstage.
2: I was gonna walk past Gargano. I'm sorry, I had to say it. What? Um, I had to say. Dark truth is gonna walk past Gargano. I had to say it. I'm sorry.
1: In catering.
2: Yeah, uh. I, I, I don't want to have to say it, but I had to I say had to it. Said. It had to be (laughs) said.
1: Then we get a backstage segment with the Judgment Day where Damian Priest comes storming into the locker room and he says, go ahead, guys, just say it. I know what you want to say. Just go ahead and say it. You got a problem, don't you, Finn? Rhea, you got a problem? They're all like, no, we don't have any problems. What are you talking about? Damian then says, you guys gave me me, uh, control uh to be in charge of the war games team and we lost. So go ahead. I know you guys are pissed off at me. Go ahead. Lay it on me. Say what you gotta say. Rhea says, no, we're not mad at all. We're a family. And if we mess up, we all stand by you and we're gonna brush this one off. And it's gonna be good. Damien Priest says, oh shoot, okay. My bad guys. Uh and then he says, uh he says, speaking of judgment day being a family, he says, how is JD? Finn says, he's good. I think me and you should go uh, check up on him. Damien Priest says, okay. They walk away and Rhea's smile towards Damien Priest was something. Mm-hmm. Because she had the most sinister smile on her face as he was walking away. And I just think they're royally fucking up here. Why? 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 Why is Damien Priest a baby face, bro? I get what they're gonna try to
2: do with this baby face turn. I I get what they're trying to do, Mm -hmm. you know. He's a super asshole, you know, and then he fucks up and he's like, Damn, they're actually kinda, you know, cool with me. I should be less of an asshole and it grows into him, you know, slowly being a baby face and whatnot and whatever, but it's just not gonna be sick it it just won't work. I I don't feel like he like he's earned it. You know, maybe If it happened over the course of a couple months, I'd be okay with it. But it's going to be a big 180. It really is. And it's not going to work for me, man. It's really not. I I can't get behind babyface Damian Priest, man. I just can't.
1: I can't either. I can't either. I really can't. Um. Rhea. Um or er, not uh, Rhea, uh, Judgment Day comes back into their locker room a little bit later in the night. Damien says, do you know where the hell you are? The camera pans, and our truth is sitting on their couch, and there's powdered sugar all over the couch, and he's sitting there eating a plate of jelly rolls. He says, he hops up, and he says, I was just looking for somewhere cozy to eat my jelly rolls. Damien says, well, you can't do it in here. It's our locker room. He says, actually, I wanted to talk to you guys. I heard y'all need a fifth member for War Games, and I'm in.
2: Look at all of R-Truths, man.
1: Damien says, War Games is over. It already happened. r truth says, oh, how did I do? How did we do? Did we win? Damian says, no, you, we didn't win, and you weren't on the team. R-Truth says, oh, that sucks. But Randy Orton came back. Isn't that cool? Damian starts getting pissed, and he says, what? I was just trying to cheer you up. And then he just he says, get out of here. Just get out of here. And R-Truth fucking leaves. God, I fucking miss R-Truth on television, bro. This man is fucking <laughs> hilarious, bro.
2: I swear to God, man, that man has mastered comedy. Um, oh, I love R-Truth, man. I love his style of comedy, man. And it, it has been missed, and I love it. I'm glad he's back.
1: I'm in for War Games. Okay. <laughs> oh,
2: dude. Someone said the funniest joke ever would be if he came onto AEW and, and um put himself in the money in the bank ladder match. Oh, my God. That shit would be fucking... Gold. If they, if those two companies are ever willing to work together, they have to do that. They have to do some something like One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Because that would be the most, best thing ever. Just truth. Hey, this What the hell are you doing here? What's that? <laughs> what's that? <laughs> well he's got to say what to. What the hell is that? Like, what like ECW? No.
1: WCW, yeah, <laughs> dude. This man, our truth is fucking gold.
2: He is, man. This Tag... shit is
1: phenomenal. I swear, bro. Tag team turmoil happens. Tag team turmoil happens. Johnny Gargano and uh, Tommaso Ciampa were in here. They ended up beating Alpha Academy uh, to start, and then they also ended up beating Industure in a minute.
2: They, they beat you them with happen. a roll
1: up in one minute. the the creed uh, the creed brothers came out there and diy did take the loss to the creed brothers and then ludwig kaiser and giovanni vinci came out there as their final opponents damn near almost won the whole thing but no it went to the creeds bro and it looks like that's going to be the next the next uh feud for the judgment days at least for damien and finn it'll be the creed brothers and then uh, it looks like for the um, maybe uh, another half of the Judgment Day, like Dom or something, is uh, feud's gonna be around uh, Randy Orton.
2: Yeah, man, it's interesting. that like, uh, you know, it sucks with the DIY aspect, man. Yeah. But they're building a new, fresh team from NXT, man, and I at least got to get behind that, man. So there is a negative, but there is a positive, man.
1: 100 percent 100 percent bro um Bronson Reed and Ivar uh had uh what was a pretty decent uh slug fest between the two the two big men um they did end up going to a count out because they were just too busy f- uh, fighting each other on the outside Bronson Reed gave Ivar a fucking Death Valley driver into the barricade. Onto a bunch of... And a bunch of chairs were standing up, too, that he hit. That shit was brutal.
2: Damn.
1: Then... They were fighting off into the crowd, and fucking Ivar went on top of a production crate and jumped off and did a front flip onto Bronson Reed and a bunch of security people. Oh, they kept accidentally hitting production guys during this whole thing. It was so funny. Bronson Reed went to run at Ivar, and Ivar moved and there was a production guy standing up against the wall, and fucking Bronson Reed just clobbered, bro. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious, dude.
2: It's like what happened at that fucking one birthday party at Sky Zone that you had when we were younger, man, where I was fucking jumping on that bitch, and then oh, or our little buddy just comes up and fucking just fucking cross-bodies me <laughs> up against the wall didn't even fucking mean to oh dude I love when that happens to those production guys when they just get fucking annihilated,
0: accidentally
1: that shit was hilarious bro that was hilarious so Cody Rhodes comes out for his big announcement and his big announcement is that he is looking towards the Royal Rumble to finish the story story um that was cool and then the video of nakamura
2: heard about this arised
1: (laughs) nakamura tells cody he's been waiting weeks he's been patient with him but he is not answering the call he said he, you know, reveals that Cody is the guy he's been talking about, and he shows up behind him, puts does the little muda symbol, and sprays mist in his uh in Cody's face, and he walks away. I will say this. Okay. Nakamura's video packages are starting to grow on me. Mm. Okay. But. Another thing I also understand, now that I'm looking at it from a different perspective. Cody don't got nobody to feud with. Judgment Day's done. Right? It is true. Sami Zayn don't got nobody to feud with. Judgment Day's done. Uh, Jey Uso might be involved with, a, with him a little bit if he's really cool with Orton nowadays. Seth is done with them. So these guys do need people to feud with. And this is a nothing feud. So I mean, it's not gonna be the yeah. worst thing ever, but it's not gonna be destination television. I will say that. No. Um,
2: but you don't need to worry about Cody being destination television for the next couple months because you got Punk.
1: Yes, Cody can get to the chamber and be just fine, and you know it'll be all right. Have him go in the Rumble. Have him fail. Have him go to the chamber and, and let's run this shit back and uh, and get him those championships. But um, yeah, it it was it really fucking was Cody Rhodes. Um, which like,
2: which makes me think, I think Triple H, you know, good old Paul, made that story up. It's just like a general tease for CM Punk that you know they're gonna because you know he was talking about you know the media scrum that. You know, the deal didn't happen until, like, the day of. But he knew what he was doing. He knew what he was planning. Obviously, Triple H just got to plan ahead. So that's what just had to be, is just a correlation of references to CM Punk. And he just doesn't fucking go after CM Punk. It's just who he wasn't talking about. Then again,
1: maybe he did hear the critics saying that nobody wants to fucking see CM Punk versus Nakamura
2: you might have heard that which i didn't want to see anyway so i'm not complaining but i am complaining that yeah. it's cody so you kind of kind of fucked yourself over no yeah. matter to be honest no matter what triple H fucked himself over with that storyline yeah. even if it was punk people weren't gonna like it because like what the fuck is that start what kind of started that for his return after 10 years and if it's not punk, it's, why the fuck were you doing that in the first place? So, he kind of booked himself into a corner with that one, man. But it's not like a detrimental corner. It's kind of just like a damn, this is lame. And second of all, dog, does every Japanese person have to have missed? I am sick of it.
1: I thought the same thing.
2: Like, dude, he does not, Nakamura, of all people, does not need mist, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I get it, I get it for sure, for sure. Especially, he's the king of strong style. I know you got something in that move set that hurts. You don't, you know, you don't need mist, bro.
2: Only fucking 18 Nakamura would never, ever need mist. Well, he could have used it in his WrestleMania main event. Uh, you know, 2017 and 2016 Nakamura never needed mist.
0: Yeah, I really mean,
1: <laughs> Then again, like Logan's saying, I feel like these are really just small feuds for December, you know, to yeah. to coast us through December until we can get to the Royal Rumble. So it's something to do because <laughs> this, is, this is a dead period in WWE. This is obviously, you know, uh, uh, one of the main reasons why we uh, love doing year-end awards because it's something in December we can actually sink our teeth into and not fucking, you know, just... Uh, talk about pointless television all month, but, but, um, yeah, man, so, uh, that was that, uh, Miz wants another shot at Gunther's title, Gunther laughed at him, and, um, Gunther kind of just scoffed at him, and, uh, told him that, uh, he doesn't, uh, he told him, uh, that he, uh, does not want to, uh, get in the ring with him again. Um. So, oh yeah, man, that was uh, that was Miz, I guess, trying to shoot his shot at another IC title shot.
2: So it's like they'll continue in this feud for a little bit longer, which well, we'll see how it goes, man.
1: Definitely, bro. Definitely. Um, Nia Jax beat Zoe Stark. Chelsea Green and Piper Niven successfully defended the tag titles against Tegan Knox and Natalya. Okay. Um, Seth Rollins. Ooh, and I heard this music. I knew. Seth Rollins comes out there. And immediately you get CM Punk chance. <laughs> Seth welcomes it. He says, come on, is that all you got, CM Punk fans? Is that all you got? He says, I refuse to come out here and talk about the biggest hypocrite ever, to waste my breath on the biggest hypocrite ever. I love it.
2: Fuck, I love it, man. This is the shit I want to see.
1: Dude, this shit was heat. He says, but what I do want to focus on is all the talent back there that worked their ass off. For titles like this. And I want to go back to being a fighting world champion. He tells uh, he tells um, Nashville that next week he will be defending. He says he just talked to Adam Pearce. And next week he will be defending the World Heavyweight Championship. Drew McIntyre comes out. He says, you know, Seth, you told me before, Crown Jewel, that when I lost... I, it would be the best thing that ever happened to me because i would have nobody to blame but myself he tells seth he says you were right you also told me to come back when i'm when uh when i'm ready for the rematch and i'm ready for it i want it um seth tells him uh seth tells him no because um he already has some he already has a different opponent Drew says, "Well, Seth, if you, if you are the guy calling the shots, do you at least mind me asking who the the title defense is against?" People start chanting CM Punk, and Drew <coughs> says, "Drew, uh, or sorry, Seth says, you know, Drew, I'll just I'll just be I'll just be straight with you. Next week, I'm defending my championship against Jey Uso." If you would have fucking seen, if looks could kill, Seth Rollins would be dead. Because that man, Drew McIntyre, looked at him like, what did you just fucking say? Immediately gave him a Glasgow kiss, headbutted the shit out of him. And he, he grabbed Seth by his hair and he said, um, "He said, you, you told me this wasn't personal. And clearly this is very personal. He gets backstage. Sami Zayn greets him. And he says. He says to Drew. He says, "Dude, what the hell is going on with you, man?" Um. He 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 says. Uh, he says. Um. J- he he says. Uh. Seth. Um. I don't. I don't understand why you would have to do that to Seth. That is not anything personal at all. Drew, then says. Clearly it's personal. I've asked, he told me to ask him uh, for that rematch when I was ready and I'm ready and he gives it to the guy that I despise the most. Sami Zayn says, I don't know what's going on with you. I don't uh, but you seriously need to get over it. He says you talk about all these horrible things that happened to you. You were mad that you lost to Roman reigns in front of your family. Guess what? I did too and it sucked. Oh. He says you were you're upset because you came super close to beating Seth for the world heavyweight championship and and you didn't get it done. Well, guess who did that too? Me. He tell um he tells Drew he says but the difference between you and I is when things like that happen to me, I dust myself off and I get up because I still have the same goal of becoming the world heavyweight champion, but apparently that's not you. Drew says, "You know what?" You, Cody, you, uh, or he says, uh, you and Seth were right the whole entire time. I, I just I, I need to dust myself off, and, and I need to um, and, and I need to uh, uh go to Adam Pearce and get myself in some more matches to climb myself back up the ranks. He says, so next week I'm gonna talk to Adam Pearce about a match against you, and he walks away.
2: Love this shit, dude. First dude. of all. Phenomenal promo from the goat, Sami Zayn. Not only is him just mentioning the same past that he dealt with, then with Drew McIntyre, but mentioning going back for that world title just gets me hype. It really does, man. Love that promo from Sami Zayn, man. And this fucking heel turn build for for fucking for Drew McIntyre is just phenomenal. His character is just Yes Phenomenal, man. It it truly is.
1: Dude, yes, his mm-hmm. character arc um is has been phenom- has been absolutely phenomenal. But um speaking of Sami Zayn, I completely forgot. Dude. Dude, um doing the Olay chants. Bro, oh,
2: that that was really awesome. Was tier, that? Man. that was top tier, bro. It really was. Absolutely loved it.
1: Um, Yeah, it was awesome. It was fucking awesome. I forgot about that. <laughs> Jey Uso greets Randy Orton in the back. He says, hey, Randy. Um, So he says... He says to Randy, he says, you know, I've really been wanting to find you before you find me. He says, look, man, I just don't want there to be any bad blood between me and you. Um, uh, because of some stuff that happened uh, back in the day as if it wasn't like just a year and a half ago. Um, (laughs) I I swear. So he says, um, I I just, I I don't want you to have, I don't, I don't want you to be upset about, uh, you know what happened with, uh, me and the bloodline, uh, back in the day. He says, you know, ever since Cody Rhodes brought me to Monday night raw, I just been here trying to, trying to make it all right. So, you know, if it means anything to you, um, you know, I'm sorry. um, Talk about fucking character arcs, bro. Triple H is killing it, dude. Character arc with Jey Uso. I fucking love oh, it, bro.
2: I, I I love it so much, man. This, this Jey Uso fucking face turn and just redemption it has just been handled so perfectly, man. Better yes. than I could have dreamed it. It really is.
1: Yes. Back in the day, bro, we were laughing at main event mm-hmm. Jey Uso. And now look at us. I now we're fucking... Movie. Sitting here doing the thing in the crowd, man. Shit was sick.
2: Main event, Jey Uso now.
1: Main event. Main event, Jay Uso, bro. So, Orton says, Orton says, you know, I said it in the beginning of the night. I still watch the product. i seen everything that went on with you and your family. I know you've had Cody's back, and that means something to me. And I respect you for that. He tells Jay, he says, look... Whatever beef I got with the bloodline, you're not in the bloodline anymore, so it's all good. Jay goes, yeah. Hey. Jay, Jay daps him up and goes, yeet. And fucking Orton goes, yep, yeet.
2: <laughs> okay, <laughs> bro,
1: it, it was awesome. It was awesome. Very, very cool moment here with these two guys. I, I, I love the, I love the storytelling here, bro. I love the storytelling, man.
2: I really do, man. They've been telling a great story, man, with all these guys, and all the way it interconnects, man. It's been phenomenal, man. Oh, yeah, definitely, Logan. That random-ass RKO he's yep. going to get one day. Oh, that shit's going to hit. I can't wait. But for now, it's great, man.
1: Definitely. Uh, Randy Orton defeats uh, Dominic Mysterio. Um, Yeah, he, he beat Dominic Mysterio in the, uh, I guess main event match of the show yeah but the
2: main event
1: but the yeah. main event of the show yo what up leon the king tv says just subbed to the mm-hmm. channel is cm punk versus cody rhodes versus aj styles a main event is a mania main event worthy match absolutely oh, bro. absolutely CM Punk's got a long list of people. Um, uh, CM Punk's got a long list of people. He's got Cody. He's got AJ. He's got Seth. He's got Roman, the tribal fucking chief. He's got he's got Randy. He's got John Cena, bro. I would kill, dude. That is going to fucking hit seeing John Cena and CM Punk interact again. Um, uh, CM Punk. Versus Drew McIntyre, CM Punk versus Jey Uso, um, CM Punk versus fucking Johnny Gargano. I mean, literally Finn Balor, Damian Priest, the list goes on, bro. There's, there's a lot, LA Knight, a um, bunch of people, and solo.
2: still had him them, bro. Oh, dude. would yes. It's so hard, dude. Fuck, man. Yeah. But um, definitely, uh, thanks for the sub, man. Thank you. And truly, dog, that's, all that shit's going to go hard
1: cm punk makes his way out onto live television i wonder if cm punk is going to be treated as a special attraction part-time guy or if he's going to be there every week
2: i think i don't think i think i think it'll be on the more of the spectrum of closer to being there every week but a little more of a special attraction. I think it'll be somewhere in the middle, to be honest.
1: I could see him only wrestling on pay-per-views and like select yeah. Monday Night Raws, which is smart because Tony Khan having the guy wrestle every week just wasn't sustainable for his body. I know he wanted to do it, but it just wasn't sustainable.
2: Exactly. Sometimes when, you want, when someone wants it, they can't have it for their own sake.
1: Yeah. Um. God, this was so weird, though. This was so weird seeing CM Punk come out. Um, this was so weird seeing him come out on WWE television. I never, never thought this would it's happen. It's surreal, Um, dog. um He's going to show up weekly, but only wrestle on pay-per-views. I like that. I like that I'm a lot. There. I, I could get behind that, definitely. Yeah, definitely. CM Punk comes out there. And he says, hell froze over. Crowd chants or uh, crowd cheers. He says, I'm going to say two words that are a little corny. They're a little corny and they scare me a little bit. Not because they're not true, but because of of how scared it makes me as to how true they are. He says, I've changed, but he says, I know it might sound a little corny, but an American dream taught me many, many years ago that you can never go wrong by always saying how you feel. He said, it's been a very long time coming, and to be able, uh, he says, to be able to say this, I want you to know I truly mean it. He says, coming out here today and stepping in a WWE ring and being on a Monday Night Raw, I now know I am home. Man.
2: That is weird. That is crazy.
1: God, so weird. I just love seeing him back. This is another thing that's also super nice to to hear. He says, Mm -hmm. from the moment I've been back, it's been like a family reunion. It's been nonstop hugs. Everybody has welcomed me with open arms. Well, almost everybody. Almost everybody. He says, and and and, for, and and for the people that that haven't, they're scared. They're scared of the truth. They're scared. They're scared that I just raised the bar to a level that they cannot grab. They're scared that I have the brass ring in my back pocket and they can't get a hold of it. He says, and it took me leaving and coming back to realize that because once upon a time, a wise man told me Mm -hmm. that I should leave this place, that I should get everything I can out of this place, leave it, and then come back and get it all over again. And it pains me to say, but the wise man was right, bro. This is going to fucking hit when I see the fucking tribal chief face to face with tribal Phil. Bro.
2: Man, that's just gonna be insane. I cannot wait.
1: Dude. Oh. God. Shit would have fed the streets. Oh, um man.
2: that shit'll feed the fucking the city of Chicago man. It'll feed the whole damn city.
1: That shit is going to be nuts, bro. That shit is going to be nuts. Um bro. He then says also, a lot of people back there have been asking me about AJ. Bro, come on, dude. Don't yeah, do this um, to me, bro. We it. He says, I want you guys to know AJ is fine and she sends her regards. I fucking oh. love it. I, I fucking it. love it, yeah. bro. He then says, um, uh, oh, so yeah, that was pretty much the promo dude. He then puts, uh, puts the mic down. Colt's personality plays, and right before they go off air, he says, he says, um, what did he say? Oh, he says, I'm not here to make friends, I'm here to make money. The old Triple H saying, fucking, what a fucking, what a fucking world we're living in.
2: Good. Hell has really froze over, man. It is crazy.
1: I love it. I love it. Also, dude, our CM Punk shirts. I think we got the Survivor Series return editions because now they're selling the shirts, but without the Survivor Series logo under it. So we got oh, the good, we got the Survivor Series editions, which I fucking love. I love the shirt. It's so cool seeing the old logo back. I I, I fucking love it, bro. I love this shit. This is awesome. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm so excited. Uh, I'm so excited to to see him back, bro. But yeah. Yeah, Logan. Because if you go on WWE Shop now, they have the same shirt he wore tonight, but obviously with no Survivor Series logo under the Punk logo. But thankfully, we ordered it that night, so we're getting the Survivor Series returns return ones. So,
2: dude, genuinely, I just I might put that shirt in another one of these fucking um, frames, and you know, there's going to be countless fucking thing cm punk merch down the line and i put man i think i'm gonna put them side to side dude two of the two of the two punk returns man that i saw uh, i might have to put them side by side man because that shit that shit's goaded man speaking of cm punk merch we need all of that old merch yes. to come back yep for sale the m punk we, we trust shirt yes we need I need it, dude. I will literally pay so much money for that shirt because that is what they will charge. Speaking of charging for shirts, those fuckers didn't even let us get discounts for that CM Punk shirt. I didn't think they would, but they are fuckers. But I don't care because I bought it anyway, which is why they are fuckers. But man, people are shitting on this fucking return, you know, these AEW elitists, man, they're just jealous. Of course. They really are. They're just jealous. That he's, in, uh, that he's in WWE again, man. And I'm fine with it, man. I love it. I think it's beautiful. Him, they didn't pull a Tony Khan. They didn't blow their load. He didn't instantly come out talking about Seth and AEW and this and yep. that. It's all going to happen over time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to watch every one of it, man. And I think they, I think it was perfect. I think they did right.
1: Definitely, bro. Definitely. I loved it. I loved it, man. Another awesome return from Chicago Phil. Um, I love it, dude. I absolutely love it. Um, and it was a good promo. I really enjoyed it. And, um, uh, yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. I loved it. I loved it, man. And I'm so happy. It's still weird. It's still weird seeing him back in a WWE ring. Like, really fucking weird. But I liked it. I, I loved it, man. It was, it was an awesome night. It was an awesome weekend. And uh, I... I'm stoked, bro. I'm stoked, and I'm just—I'm so over the moon for WWE, bro.
2: I really am, man. It's been phenomenal, man. It's been perfect. Yes. And I, I can't wait for it to to continue, man. I can't wait to see more and more of this every week. And CM Punk is back in WWE, man. That is just crazy in itself.
1: One hundred percent, bro. So yeah, man. That was pretty much everything for the week of wrestling, bro. That was everything for the week of wrestling, man. Um so yeah man with that it looks like that is gonna do it for this edition of the notorious hills podcast man another great edition of notorious unscripted ladies and gentlemen and thank you guys so very much for joining us for the whole weekend of shows man i really love and appreciate you guys i want to i honestly want to thank everybody that subscribed we got a we got a couple new subscribers off uh the war games review and i want to i just want to shout shout you guys out big time man because uh you know we love meeting new people we love getting more people in the notorious seals mafia bro so um we love it and thank you guys so much from the bottom of my heart man it's uh it means so much um thank you guys so much definitely
2: thank you all thank everybody for this weekend man it was phenomenal and thank you guys so fucking much man
1: definitely bro definitely man and with that that is going to do it for this edition of the notorious Hills podcast thank you to everybody who came in chat man logan leon um dude it was literally just us and manager logan man in the, in the comments until leon and our boy ramit came over What's bro up, how's What's it going dude um but yeah man thank you guys so much thank you guys so much for everything man thank you guys man it has been always 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 a pleasure for my johnny mayhem
2: in our and
1: that is going to do it for this edition of the notorious hills podcast another great edition of notorious unscripted thank you guys so very much thank you guys we love you guys please like comment and subscribe and we will see you guys on friday with the news peace
0: Is the illest The style is played out Like on the one what you talking about Willis The grill is gone The black Frank White Is here to excite. Throw thick to dice Bitches are like I'm brainless Guns are like I'm stainless steel I want the fucking fortune Like the wheel. I sweep.